Hello and welcome to the SaltCast. My name is Ryan Johnson and I've got Jason Parr, Paul Johnson, and Danny Wright on with me this morning. Good morning, Good guys. Morning. How are you doing? Doing great. Hey, hey. Summer is still in full swing, which makes me happy. Um, here in Idaho, summer ends very abruptly, <laughs> and we're not looking forward to that. And... Um, that's the opposite in St. George, uh, Ryan. Today, it's the opposite in St. George. We're, <laughs> we're anxious for summer to end and the winter to come. Uh, but And when Paul says we, he means himself. Because <laughs> I love it. And actually, it's not in full swing technically when it comes to summer because kids went back to school today. Holler. Oh, back so to school. The, the summer First weather day. is certainly still here, but yeah, school started up today. You might think we're going to talk about uh, school holidays when it comes to sales tax, but I'm not sure that's on our agenda today. No, that was that, that was, was last, last week, week actually we talked about sales tax so, holidays. Uh, <laughs> I missed it. Back to I missed that up. <laughs> we are on top of things, um, but anyways, um, you know one thing Paul always says, and we're going to be he's going to be presenting in a show in Las Vegas in like two weeks. And one thing he says on uh, our webinars is, you know, one of the costly, most costliest mistakes you can make in sales tax is just ignoring the situation. Um, because we all know sales tax comes out um, out of your bottom line. It's a margin killer, as Jason says. Um, and I think a couple of weeks ago, we had a discussion about, you know, Wayfair and kind of the, the status of it three years later. Um, and I think a good discussion today to kind of follow up on that is, is, you know, we're still seeing people struggle with physical nexus, you know, Wayfair happened and that's been huge. Um, and economic nexus is now a thing, but people seem to be still forgetting about the physical nexus aspect. Yeah. To Paul's point, the most costly mistake every month and every year we get past the Wayfair decision and every month or every year that we get further out from the date any given state passed economic nexus legislation um, you're creating more and more potential responsibility or or what some call exposure um, if, if you're not registered if you're not collecting tax on your taxable sales etc if you have developed nexus and so the wayfair decision is is kind of a point where we look back and as we look forward we recognize that that people's um, responsibility grows or exposure could potentially grow and so it really is the most costly mistake but what we're finding still today is that um, as we talk with individuals on a daily basis um, on what their potential responsibility is right always three questions we always talk about them do I have nexus you got to figure that out is what I sell taxable uh, obviously if you sell something taxable and you have nexus you need to collect tax and um, it also depends on how you sell your items right that's the third question how do I sell my items because I might not be the responsible party for collecting tax because of marketplace uh, facilitator legislation but having answered those three questions that's what we do on a consistent basis on our what's next calls and 
what we find in some of our what's next calls is still people are coming to us to try to figure this situation out. And their focus is specifically on the Wayfair decision. It's looking at their sales over the last couple of years, last three years to see um, what their sales thresholds have been or transactional thresholds have been. And as we begin the discussion, number one, do I have Nexus? And we start to learn about someone's business operations. Sometimes what comes up is we find out that there's someone that has either employees living in multiple states or um, we have service providers or contractors who are entering all the states um, with their own teams doing installations, doing maintenance, repairs, etc. And where they've come to us to talk about their potential exposure when it comes to economic nexus, we find out you potentially have nexus in every state. Um, because physical nexus isn't superseded by economic nexus. Physical nexus doesn't go away. If you're entering states or, or the state could identify that you have enough, a sufficient physical presence in their state um, under their laws to require you to, to register and collect sales tax, then they certainly will. And if you've been doing that for five years or 10 years or longer, then you actually establish Nexus long before the Wayfair decision was ever decided. Um, and sometimes that can be shocking to people when, when they've come to talk about what could be my potential responsibility over the last two or three years, and they realize, wait a minute, I may have had a responsibility to register and collect and remit tax 10 years ago because I've had physical presence in those states. So I think it's important to highlight that the first question that you have to answer is, do I have nexus? And it's not just economic nexus that, that is always the answer. Um, we still need to be looking at the possibility that physical nexus was established. And if it's physical nexus, it, it creates a whole different um, scenario by way of the, the magnitude of your responsibility, right? Further you go back, um, the greater the magnitude of the responsibility that you may have had to collect tax. And number two, um, you, you really have to consider the benefits or the, the way that you rectify that, right? If, if a state passed economic legislation a year ago and you exceeded their threshold um, at the time that that was passed, that maybe you have a year of responsibility. Maybe you go ahead and get registered. Um, it's not a huge situation, but if you had physical nexus eight years ago, um, you, you might not want to just automatically get registered because you might expose yourself to eight years um, of uncollected taxes, whereas under uh, a voluntary disclosure program, uh, maybe you're limited to three years, right? So our effort is always, if you have nexus and you sell taxable items, how can we mitigate or reduce the actual out-of-pocket dollars? that are associated with that. And so it changes the approach um, to getting compliant, um, but it, it goes way to the point that Paul makes even more so that you just cannot ignore uh, your potential responsibility when it comes to sales tax. I think one of the things uh, as we talk more about economic nexus and physical nexus, I mean, just yesterday we're on a call with a client and we're talking about physical presence. 
and it just i think it just goes over people's heads like they just forget about it just because the new legislation has come about and um, they're aware of economic nexus so the state says i have to register if i have more than a hundred thousand dollars in sales or whatever case may be and in this specific instance just yesterday we're talking with this client and um we're talking about sales reps and they had a question of whether or not, you know, they're 1099 or I only pay them if they sell, you know, they're commission based or I mean, I, I it, it and and the response back um, that Dan Peisner, he was on with me, uh, Dan, Dan specifically said, hey, the states don't care um, truly if, if you call them employees, independent contractors, if you're paying these guys any type of funds. Any type of commission, any type of, of monetary value, um, you've established a physical nexus. And so it, it's important to determine and to understand physical nexus didn't go away. And, and you've been having the, – these sales reps have been traveling in, making sales. Um, you know, Trade shows is another common one. We're going to a show. As Ryan talked about uh, the first week of September in Las Vegas, so I mean you have physical presence, and and that's not going away, and that's what's triggering Nexus. That's what's triggering your responsibility to 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 collect and remit taxes in that state. So that's yeah, very very. Cool. That's a really good example. You also have companies that maybe they do work around the country, but they they only have operations or offices in one state, and they might be registered there. Um, but the work that they do might be repair or maintenance, but they do all of that repair and maintenance through third-party contractors. And they believe that through that relationship that they really don't have physical presence in a particular state. But um, Every state, I think, at this point that imposes sales tax would say, if there's somebody doing work for you on behalf of your company in, in our state, even if they're an independent contractor, whether it's a sales rep under contract or it's an actual person doing work, um, or performing services in the state, the state's going to say, yep, at that date, the first time that happened, you created physical nexus in our state. So now we want to look at your all of your sales transactions that have occurred since that date, and any of those that are taxable, if you didn't collect tax or weren't registered, then that's the tax we believe is due to our state. So pretty serious, um, and just absolutely should not be avoided. So... <clears throat> It's not that we're excited that Wayfair came about or that all these laws were passed, but we keep saying over and over again that um, in a current environment, there's probably 90% of the marketplace that probably should be uh, of taxpayers or sellers that should be registered in at least one more state and potentially lots more states, right? And and shouldn't ignore looking at that and finding out if, if they should be doing that. But more importantly... Um, as people come to the table to discuss that situation, it gives us an opportunity to help them understand the sales tax laws are imposed based on physical presence or um, economic thresholds in regards to your sales into that state. One thing that's important uh, to note as well, I, I hear this a lot where as people talk about, you know, whether or not they have nexus, they actually like create a hybrid in their mind and for good reason, right? I mean, it really is complex and, and can be very confusing where they they look at Nexus and determine, yeah, I have physical presence in this state, but they still think the threshold applies to them, right? So I have a presence there, 
but I don't, I, I still don't have to worry about Nexus and worry about, of course, you know, compliance until I've hit either, you know, 200 transactions or a hundred thousand dollars of, you know, total sales into that state or whatever the threshold may be, right. For that particular state. So it's yet another moment, right. To, to emphasize that economic Nexus laws only apply to remote sellers, right. Which again, by definition means you don't have any physical presence in that state. Another misconception out there, uh, something I hear a lot of where, where people are confused is they look at say how they're creating Nexus. For example, if, if they're selling through FBA, right. Or some other, um, marketplace that's responsible to now collect the tax and all, but you know, one state at this point, right. Missouri, they look at and say, okay, you know, X amount of states because I have inventory stored in fulfillment centers. Um, but Amazon's collecting all that tax. So I don't need to worry about that. However, it go, they take it a step further and say, okay, I don't have Nexus. I don't need to worry about collecting tax on any of my other sales into that state. Cause you know, the, my, my Nexus, right. My, the Nexus creating activity, if you will, um, is tied to a marketplace that's required to collect the tax. So, Again, if you have Nexus, you have Nexus and, it, and to some degree, right? It doesn't even matter how you've established Nexus. Once you do have Nexus, you are responsible to collect the tax on any transactions, you know, taxable transactions into that state, uh, of course, that happen outside of like a participating marketplace like Amazon. Yeah, that's a super good point. Uh, well, both of those points are really good. Um, yeah, I have physical presence, but I haven't exceeded the economic uh, nexus threshold. Um, yeah, uh, once you have nexus, whether physical or economic, it's it's nexus. Um, but your second your second point is really really good um, because I think there's some confusion there, and the way the laws are passed, it adds some complexity to someone who's in a multi-channel operation, right? If you're selling on platforms, um, you have physical nexus, and and you might just be focused on economic nexus, or just as you've said, physical nexus, economic nexus doesn't matter because someone else is responsible for the collection of the tax. That's what's so important about that third question. How do I sell my goods and services? Um, so if you sell on a marketplace, you've likely established nexus in uh, 25, 28, 30, maybe more states, depending on where distribution centers are across multiple marketplace platforms, right? But if you also sell on your website or some other brick and mortar location that ships um, outside of those marketplaces, you actually have Nexus in all of those locations and your sales from your website or that brick and mortar to those locations, you have a responsibility there if you're selling taxable goods to collect tax. So very, very good points. Um, this is really a great discussion. But maybe you guys, kind of in summary, can can kind of say some common physical nexus creating activities. And I know we have, and I'll post like our top ten. We've got a PDF that Andy's been handing out in presentations for who knows how long. It could be ten years. He started this thing. Um, but maybe you guys can highlight some of the most common physical nexus creating activities that you guys have seen. Yeah, maybe Paul can do that. I would just say I right behind Paul, you can see there's a book back there that Andy actually wrote 
called start with nexus um it, it's such an odd term uh, and it's really a sales tax term but it, it's starting to take hold in in the income tax world as well um but nexus uh, you have to start there because you have to determine. That's the starting point of do I have a responsibility. So, Paul, maybe you've got some uh, examples of what creates physical nexus. Yeah, no, just a shout out to Andy. You know, one of the, I think it was the number one bestseller on Amazon, uh, Start With Nexus. If you haven't read it, you should because that's where it truly matters. That's where it truly starts. Um but some of the easiest ones, um, obviously inventory or uh, a location, employees, warehouses, you own inventory in the state, you're going to establish physical nexus like we talked about earlier. If you'll have sales reps, <clears throat> whether they be 1099 contractors or not, um, even independent contractors, you're hiring installers or you're hiring um, you know, people to come in and, and perform business or perform work in, in the state on your behalf to maintain uh, the marketplace there or to do business there. So um, I think uh, another common one that people aren't aware of, it's it, it's not a, actually it's not as common, but one that people aren't aware of is making deliveries in your own vehicles. If you, um, if you use a common carrier, um, then, you know, that, that won't establish physical nexus. But if you deliver in your own vehicles, you know, you have your own trucks, then that will establish physical nexus. So <clears throat> trade shows are another common one that um, people overlook. Um, attending a trade show or, or going to, to demo your product or show your product um, can establish physical nexus as well. So, Yeah, a lot I of times when somebody's good. going to train, somebody maybe you provide software as a service or even downloadable software whatever the case may be or it's a large project and so you have a team or an individual who goes in to do some training on a piece of equipment or software or service um, that they're utilizing people don't really think about the idea that uh, going in to do training creates that physical presence in that state so All right. Well, thank you guys so much. I, you know, I, I think this is a topic that's needed. You know, hearing you guys talk that you still hear this all the time. It's no longer a surprise to me that, you know, people get busy. I mean, they're running their businesses and yeah, Wayfair is, is top of the mind. And it's usually what spurs the, the discussion is they may have met some economic nexus thresholds. So they, they want to have that discussion about getting registered. Um, and that's what makes a what's next call so important. Um, it's not a sales call. It's strictly let's let's figure out your situation and and what to do next. Um, so if if you think that you may have some physical nexus or other nexus, economic nexus, you're meet, starting to meet the thresholds and you want to discuss uh, next steps, um, get on the link below, schedule your time, and we'll, we look forward to talking to you. All right, guys. Thank you so much, and I uh, hope to see you guys on another right. one. See you next time.